around the world, they drink this beverage in its many exotic forms. Half coffee and half hot milk. I want to, I want to. I want to, I want to. I'll praise the Lord, Lord. and keep the faith. Only G.O.D. could be a king to me. If you love me, you got to represent him well. Believe the scripture. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. I'm your host, Martinez. Please subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. You can send your emails to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. You can also follow me on all social media at mbills314. Now, today, we're going to start a new episodic series on spiritual growth. Last series we did was on the gifts of the spirit. I pray that each and every one who listened to the podcast enjoyed that series. I pray that it helped you and I pray that it took you to another level spiritually and it took you to another level of your understanding in the scriptures as it pertains to gifts. Now, today, the topic of discussion, like I said, is going to be on spiritual growth. And to you, this may seem like spiritual growth. This sounds boring, <laughs> but spiritual growth is what God desires for all of his children. You know, one thing I like to say and one thing I've learned um, since I've been walking with the Lord is that there is no heavenly seniority. You know, you don't get extra points or you don't get, you know, extra benefits because you've been walking with the Lord for X amount of years. You know, that doesn't count with God. You know, say I've been saved for 10 years. You can still be a 10 year old baby. You know what I'm saying? And God does not want us living in that. He does not want us to be these large grown Babies, He wants us to grow up. And a lot of things that we're experiencing in life, we could be experiencing because we're trying to, we're operating on this baby level where at this day and age and this time in our lives, we should be at a greater level than where we're at. You know, the issues that we were dealing with in 2001, we should not still be dealing with in 2019. And if we are, that's because there has been no growth. We may have had, we may have experienced growth um, physically. You know, a lot of people are trying to get back to that high school weight or whatever weight it is you desire. You know, we may have experienced growth financially, possibly. Uh, We may have experienced growth mentally in some areas you know you let a lot of dead weight go you let a lot of old friends go a lot of old relationships go but when it comes to spiritual things we're still a baby and the spiritual if we can get that down it's going to touch every arena of our lives because it's everything that we experience is going to come from the inside out so god wants us to grow up and let's jump right into Ephesians chapter 4 we'll start there Ephesians chapter 4 verse 13 if you are listening I will be reading out of the new living translation version of the Bible you may be reading out of the traditional King James version or maybe even another translation but it's all good because we're still going to end up in the same place Ephesians chapter 4 let's look at verse 13 I'm sorry let's look at verse 11 it says now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers 
Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all, underline that word all if you can, until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's son that we that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. Those verses were so, so, so full of revelation and understanding. The first thing that God is wanting us to understand is that these fivefold ministry gifts that he announced that he gave to the church, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher, he's saying that these five gifts, he's saying, I'm going to work through these five gifts to equip the church. And he says, this is going to continue until we all come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And then he says, until we all mature in the Lord. And he said, we will no longer be like immature children. This tells me that God desires that we grow up. That in every phase, even in human life, we all go through phases. We all come in this earth as a child or as a baby. You know, and then as months go by, you begin to grow. You know, you go from not being able to lift your head to now you're lifting your head a little bit as a baby. And then you go from lifting your head, now you can kind of sit up. And then now you're kind of, you know, you're wanting the baby to start taking steps and so on and so on. And as you see, as they babies progress, they become children and teenagers and adults. So as years go by, you know, and then doctors would tell you that, you know, by a certain age, you know, if your baby's 24 months old, the doctors will tell you like the baby at this age should know how to identify this or the baby at this age should know how to pick up his spoon and so forth. You see what I'm saying? So it's the same spiritually. Spiritually, it's quite the same. Once we get born again, we're babes in Christ and we're going to read that scripture a little later we're considered babes in Christ where we need to be fed milk just like a natural baby the milk of the scriptures what is the milk of the scriptures just basic teaching like teachings on prayer that I did you know teachings on you know fasting uh messages on faith those are milk that doesn't mean that once you mature you don't you no longer need to hear those messages i'm just saying that as a new believer starting out those are basic milk type messages if i could say that you will need so that you can sip on <laughs> and grow and grow and then once you start to grow then you can start to get more meat you know what i'm saying you know meat will be stuff like you know <clears throat> how to operate in the prophetic or you want to learn about the end times and you know um you wanted to learn about 
you know types and shadows and just all these different things like that's me that's not something that out the gate you get saved you know you just gave your life to christ and all of a sudden you say all right i want to learn about you know uh prophesying it so you don't even know what that is yet you know what i'm saying babes babes are literally babes you literally don't know nothing i know when i got saved i didn't know nothing i didn't know i literally remember um sitting in church and i remember the pastor telling us to turn to a particular scripture and I would go to the table of contents to find the scripture. Now, I would see the name of the scripture, right? But I would just turn to the page number. I didn't, I wasn't thinking about Old Testament and New Testament. So the scripture that he was referring to was probably in the New Testament. But I'm just trying to find the page number. So I'm like, okay, he's saying 1 Timothy, but it said it's on, it says on page uh, 1007 you know so i'm looking up the page number and i'm trying to figure out how come we're not reading the same thing well that's because i didn't realize it was old that's, that's i'm talking about a baby like that's a baby i didn't know i didn't i didn't understand it so I, I had to learn some things you see what i'm saying now what happens if i was you know been with the lord 10 years and i still didn't understand you know the difference between the old testament and the new testament you know, I'm still, you know, doesn't doesn't does that does not mean that you know you go to some scriptures and doesn't mean that if you go to the table of contents that means you're a babe. No, so we're not we're not gonna be nitpicking like that because God is not talking about that. Because I, at times, still have to go to the table of contents. Give me something like Nahum. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, turn to Nahum chapter one. I'm like, okay, Nahum. You got to try. Now, nah, nah, let me just go to the table of content. Ain't no sense of trying to re recite the, you know, all that. Uh uh. Ain't no shame. So, let's go to 1 Peter chapter two. So, again, understand God does not want us to be immature children. You know, He doesn't want us to be tossed to and fro by every wind of new teaching that's how you can identify a baby you know what i'm saying i remember there was a i can't remember what year this was maybe this was like 07 or 08 but this little documentary series or whatever it was called the secret right i think it was on netflix today it was called the secret and i guess it was teaching people that had these different celebrities and different people on you know that's when they introduced you know what's called the law of attraction so everybody started getting into this law of attraction stuff like yo i can attract what i want you know just by thinking it you know if i'm if i think i'm gonna have a bad day you know i'm gonna have a bad day and so everything just came around these laws of attraction you know and as a babe you know you would leave the scriptures and then jump on that and that's what you consider a new teaching you know it's not lined up with scripture you know or you're jumping to something where you have hebrew israelites you know that's a you know type of cult false like doctrine and then you're jumping over here like everything new you're jumping on I'm not talking about you personally if you listen to this because I don't know you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying um, anybody, if you're jumping on the latest new, you know, belief and you're moving away from the scriptures, that's a sign of a baby. He's saying he doesn't want us to do that. We have to be so secure in our relationship with Christ 
that whatever wind, whatever wind blow, whatever storm come, we're not shaking and we're not moving because we know the truth. And um, and I know I told you to turn to First Peter, and I want you to stay there if you're there. But I do want to continue to read in Ephesians four. Um, highlight that verse where in verse um 14 where it says that you know we won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching we will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth that happens today i can see a lie hear a lie from a mile away and you know they're always gonna try to go to the scriptures just i mean as we speaking i was just on the gram and this rapper that I know I'm not gonna call his name um, but if I mention his the group that he's in everybody will know but anyway he's a five percenter you know five percent nation they believe that the black man is God that's what they believe that's kind of the core of what they believe they don't believe in like you know they don't believe in heaven or there's a God in heaven. They don't believe none of that. They don't, none of that. They believe they're God, you know, and then they call their women earths. But anyway, he put up their little 5% symbol, which is like a number seven with like a star or something on it, right? And so under that, he puts, uh, what scripture did he put? Hold on, I got to go on my, on my gram and, and pull it up real quick. Doing this live on the podcast to say, hey, he puts up their symbol, and then under it, he has, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in truth. Third John chapter 1, verse 4. So, of course, me knowing the scriptures, I know that scripture is talking about Jesus Christ being the truth, right? So, this is an example of someone who could be a new believer seeing that and then he can deceive people like that that's why they that's why the scripture talks about you know telling lies so lies so clever that it sounds like the truth so i commented this i commented i said i thought that this scripture in context is is referring to the gospel of jesus christ being the truth is it not he replied that's about the truth, period. Jesus was a five percenter. He didn't teach Christianity. He taught freedom, justice, and equality, peace. So I, I know him. See, that was trying to troll me into a debate. And he almost got me. Cause I, but it was a troll. Like, I, he know Jesus wasn't no five percenter. So I'm not even going to get into all of that. That's how I know that was a troll. So I'm just trying to show you an example of things like that. Now, I want to show you this by example. Let's go to that scripture that he posted. Third John. I know I told you first, Peter. I know I'm all over the place, but hey, this is a podcast. Walk with me. We, we flowing. Let's just flow. <laughs> we learn spiritual growth, right? That's what we're talking about. All right. Third John chapter one. Yeah, remember, as I, as you feel like I'm helping you, or as the Spirit of God is helping you, the Spirit of God is helping me as well. So, Third John chapter one, right? Let's look at um, verse four. It says, "Well, in context, let's start at verse one, leading down to verse four. All right, 
third John, third John chapter one. It says, this letter is from John the elder. I am writing to Gaius, my dear friend, whom I love in the truth. Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. Some of the traveling teachers recently returned and made me very happy by telling me about your faithfulness and that you are living according to the truth. I could have no greater joy than to hear that my children are following the truth. Right? So he says he used that scripture, I guess, as it pertains to his truth of the five percent nation, because he said that Jesus is a five percenter. Right now, John chapter 14, verse six says, I am. This is Jesus talking. I am the way I am the truth and I am the life. No man comes to the father but by me so we know that that scripture is talking about the truth of jesus christ his death burial and resurrection so you can't take that scripture and try to apply it to something else in context it's talking about jesus and that's why i was getting to him this post but he was trying to tro troll me so whatever but I'm just trying to show you how easily. Now, what if I was a new believer? What if I just got saved and then I'm looking up to this artist, right? And he puts up a post like this with the scripture. And I'm thinking like, hmm, and then I start to inquire about it. And then he starts to engage with me. And then next thing you know, I'm, I'm a 5% or whatever. So that's just a real life example. Um, and that's why we have to grow up. We have to grow up. Now let's go to First Peter. Chapter 2. Let's look at verse 2. First Peter 2, 2. It says, no, let's start at verse 1. So get rid of all evil behavior. Be done with all deceit hypocrisy, jealousy, and all unkind speech. Like newborn babies, you must crave pure spiritual milk so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Cry out for this nourishment now that you have had a taste of the Lord's kindness. What is the taste of the Lord's kindness that you have experienced? him his salvation his love his forgiveness his grace his mercy that's the lord's kindness we all have tasted that so whether you got saved at the altar of the church of, a, of your local church or whether you got saved in your bedroom and you just called out to the name of jesus wherever you were the moment that you've made jesus christ the lord of your life all those things, his grace, his mercy, his kindness, his love, his love, all those things impacted your spirit. You knew that something different. It was a transaction made. Sure, your hands look the same, you know, and you may still have to deal with some of them same problems once you leave out that door. But you knew something changed, right? So once that takes place, you then have to get into a local church. So listen to me. Listen to me if you're a new believer and you're hearing this for the first time. Or if you all know some new believers, you need to send them this episode. 
Listen, you go to a local church, you visit, you listen and see if the pastor is teaching sound doctrine. I don't want you to go into churches for entertainment. All the past, he jumped on the pew and then he and he slammed down. No, we not. No. And I ain't got no problems with pastors jumping on pews and all that. As long as you teach in Revelation, you can stand on the pew and jump on the pew and teach Revelation. But if you're just going there just to get a shout in or if you're just going to make sure the choir sounds good, all that, you're going for the wrong reason and you will not grow. Therefore, when you don't grow spiritually and you continue to age naturally, you're going to see a decline in some of the things. You're going to start to see a decline spiritually and the things of the Lord won't look as good to you as it once did because you are not feeding your spirit. You are not engaging. You are not praying. You're not doing these things that are that will cause you to grow spiritually. You know, maybe you're not being obedient and doing what God is telling you to do in his word. Those are the things that's going to help you grow spiritually. So just notice he told he tells us to get rid of all those things, evil behavior. Be done with all deceit, hypocrisy, jealousy, and all unkind speech. Now, when he tells us to get rid of these things, again, I've said before, it doesn't mean that if you may have deceived someone since you've been saved, or you may have walked in jealousy or was jealous of an individual since you got saved, what you do is you repent of that. The problem comes is that when you walk in this as a lifestyle, you see what I'm saying? So we're all subject to the things, to, to anything evil. You know what I'm saying? Like we're all subject to that. The pro, the thing is to renew our mind and that the things of the flesh, we are to resist. Hey, sometimes we may give in, but if you give in and you know you're wrong, you apologize to the individual if you offended somebody and you repent before God, God will cleanse you and you keep on moving. You don't wallow and you don't stay in that. That's a part of spiritual growth. Right. So let's keep going. So as we're going over these scriptures and as we read about, you know, the Lord telling us to put this off, stop that. You may be doing that currently. But guess what? You can stop. Maybe you didn't know, but now you're hearing this for the first time. Now you can stop. Ask God to help you. Ask God to strengthen you. And we can keep going doesn't want us to do is make an excuse for our bad behavior for our sin no excuses just identify as a problem get rid of it god help me and move on right now let's go to hebrews chapter 5 hebrews chapter 5 i'm in james i get in james <laughs> all right hebrews 5 verse 12 it says, you have been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone to teach you again the basic things about God's word. You are like babies who need milk and cannot eat solid food. For someone who lives on milk is still an infant and doesn't know how to do what is right. Solid food is for those who are mature. And through training, 
have the skill to recognize the difference between right and wrong. So one of the evidence that you're maturing is that you can identify what's right and what's wrong. To you, they might sound simple, but I know when I first got saved, I didn't know. I mean, we knew all the big stuff, you know, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill. But when it, what, it, what happened when it came to me and my little girlfriend at the time? Go about stuff like that as a teenager. Like I didn't, I didn't know. Uh, can I, can I kiss her? Can I do this? Can I do that? Like I, I, I had to let the whole thing go because I didn't want to disobey God. I didn't, I didn't know right. I didn't know what was. So I was a baby. You're trying to, you, you just don't know. You know what I'm saying? And I met with men of God. I was, you know, half struggling in my flesh. I'm trying to figure out, yo, I'm still having these feelings. I didn't know all these. I'm saved now. Am I still supposed to have these sexual cravings? You know, I didn't know. You see what I'm saying? So I didn't know anything about the flesh versus the spirit. And do y'all get where I'm going? So that's what I'm saying. I didn't, I couldn't identify that. Now, I mean, I, I got, you know, it's not like I'm at a company. I got over 10 years in. <laughs> but like I said, it's not a company. There is no seniority. It's, it don't matter if I've been saved for over 10 years. If I didn't take time out to pray and get in his word and fellowship with him and, and make up in my mind that I want to do what the word says, I wouldn't see any growth. I would be easily deceived. Any rapper or anybody, any entertainer can go on TV, say something, and I'll flow with it. So, the Apostle Paul is talking to believers, and obviously these believers at this time, he's saying that they should have grown by now. So, he's saying that you ought to be teaching some other believers, the believers that are just getting saved, but you, I still, we've still got to teach you basic stuff. Do you understand what I'm saying? God has need of our growth. Yes, we're children, but he wants us to grow in him. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1. It says, Dear brothers and sisters, when I was with you, I couldn't talk to you as I would to spiritual people. I had to talk as though you belonged to this world or as though you were infants in Christ. I had to feed you with milk, not with solid food, because you weren't ready for anything stronger and you still aren't ready for you are still controlled by your sinful nature. You are jealous of one another and quarrel with each other. Doesn't that prove you are controlled by your sinful nature? Aren't you living like people of the world? When one of you says, I am a follower of Paul, and another one says, I follow Apollos, aren't you acting just like people of the world? After all, who is Apollos? Who is Paul? We are only God's servants through whom you believe the good news. Each of us did the work the Lord gave us. I'll start right there. So, man, it seems like the Apostle Paul is really talking to the Corinthian church. It seems like he he letting a rip, but he ain't holding nothing back. I mean, you know, he was saying that he's wanting to give them more, but obviously they wasn't they wasn't growing. And it wasn't because he wasn't teaching it. I guess maybe they just was distracted by things in the world. But he identified. He said, you're still controlled by your sinful nature. You're still jealous of each other. 
and he says that proves that you're still controlled by your sinful nature and when he says you're living like people of the world he's using that to say because you know at that time you know he was you know people had they just like 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 today people had their favorite teacher they can't hear from everybody you know um i'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that i mean you know, you enjoy who you enjoy, you know, personality-wise, as far as a preacher of the gospel. Some people may not like my podcast. Some people may think I'm too laid back. Some people may not like my voice. It may say my voice too smooth. I need some somebody with some deep, you know, uh, Mufasa-type preacher. Well, hey, go away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he's saying that they were quarreling and having arguments over, you know, I want to go with Apollos or... or you know, I want Paul, I want Paul to do this and that. And he was like, we're only merely God's servants. So because you guys are quarreling over that, I can't even bring to you what I want to bring to you. And it's like that with the Lord. God can't really impart certain things into us because we're not ready. You see what I'm saying? So... You may be listening to this and you may say, yo, I have been walking with the Lord for a while now and I'm kind of, I'm kind of stagnant. It's all good. You don't have to be stagnant no more. Now we can grow. First thing you do, start praying, develop a prayer life. After that, continue, I mean, go to church regularly, get involved, get involved in serving and begin the fellowship with the believers that are there. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know, comes from different areas and different walks of life that can possibly help you. If you're struggling with living with a man that's not your husband and you've been trying to get him out the crib for a minute because now you're born again and you're like, yo, he he don't need to be in here. I guarantee you. Get around some women. They may have been there before. They can help you. They can pray with you. They can do whatever, give you some advice and some wisdom. Whatever it is, if you're a guy, it's the same thing. You can't, you know, man, I just can't, I can't let her go, man. I, you know, nah. If you see it's holding you back, if you know that that's not God's best for you, you have to be willing to let it go. Why? Because we love him. We love the Lord. We don't want to disappoint him has nothing to do with the person on my left or my right i don't want to disappoint him jesus so we have to be willing to take the steps that we need to take in order for us to grow so again number one you need to read your bible every day read the scriptures every day find a local church Go to listen to the word. Make sure that pastor's teaching sound doctrine. And you're growing. Okay. Fellowship serving your local church. Begin to give financially in your local church. When the scripture, as you reading in scripture, and you see that it's telling you to put off things, be obedient and put those things off. The only way that you're going to see the word of God come to life in your life come to life in your life is you have to obey what the scriptures say if the word is true if you do what the word says let it happen it's gonna happen it's the truth it's not a lie so if God is telling us to do something and it's going to benefit us or if he's saying do this and I will bless you why not just do that and let him bless you 
your relationship with God grows not by necessarily you receiving blessings per se but your relationship with God grows because you begin to see the fruit and evidence of God in your life because you have been obeying the word of God you understand so let us put our baby bottles go and give them to the to the actual babies that need it and let us come on over here and get some of this chicken or oh, if you're a vegan I'm sorry <laughs> whatever y'all eat whatever the vegans eat get some of this 100% non-meat chicken or whatever get some tofu whatever it's some spiritual tofu and, and and gobble up and let's grow in this word <laughs> If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please send this to your family and your friends. I thank each and every one of you for tuning in to the podcast today. Remember, again, that you can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and YouTube. Send all your emails to MMSmedia314 at gmail.com. Or you can follow me on all social media at mbills314. Remember these words from the book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 4, the latter verse. Let God be true and every man be a liar. Until next time. I'm out.